The Living Church of God presents Festival 2012, a headquarters family portrait. Warm festival greetings to all our brethren around the world. We hope you're having a wonderful Feast of Tabernacles 2012. God's festivals were designed to be a family affair. As we read in Luke 2, verses 41 and 42, Jesus Christ observed the holy days with his family. The Autumn Feast of Tabernacles pictures a millennium of peace and prosperity for all human beings and their families. Children will play in the streets, while the elderly will watch generations grow to be blessed by God's way of life. That's in Zechariah 8, verses 4 and 5. You and I are preparing for that time now. We're training to be full members of God's family. We will live with him for all eternity in love. We will bear his name, as it tells us in Revelation 3, verse 12, and in Revelation 14, verse 1. And we will be in his family forever. Right here in the living church of God, at his chosen feast sites around the world, God is building his family in and through us. Dr. Roderick C. Meredith encourages our headquarters staff to grow in the work as a family and encourage and support one another daily and to serve one another as Christ lives his life in us and does his work through us. As we strive to grow as a family here at headquarters, we would like to give you a closer look at the team here in Charlotte. Our family is your family, too. We're all a part of the body of Christ. All of us at headquarters are thankful for your prayers and support of God's work. And in this year's Feast Film, we would like to give you an inside look, a family portrait of the headquarters staff. We hope this will help you to get to know the headquarters family better as we all strive to grow closer to one another. At this time, we hope you will enjoy Festival 2012, A Family Portrait.
The Living Church of God has had its headquarters office in Charlotte, North Carolina since March 2003. The main operations take place in a beautiful 38,000-square-foot office building on Crown Center Drive. In 2009, headquarters expanded to two buildings, adding our media offices and TV studio just up the road. The human leader of the church under Jesus Christ is, of course, our presiding evangelist, Dr. Roderick C. Meredith. He personally oversees the executive offices and the Internet operations staff at headquarters. We recently caught up with him to talk about the importance of his support staff. My typical day is when I get here in the morning and Monica has the letters and, and reports laid out for me on the desk. And I look at news reports about fast-breaking world prophetic events. Also, I look at events in the work, reports from ministers, different departments, and look them over. I'll often have different uh, forms to sign uh, for board meetings that are being held at, for the work in Australia or Canada, South Africa, elsewhere, and uh, need to approve expenditures where we sometimes supplement or subsidize those areas of the world. And I have to look at what I'm signing. I can't just sign it real quick. So I have to look at those things. And then, of course, I try to keep up with the different questions from people, some of you brethren write. And then I begin to call people in the area often all over the office here about various things that are coming along, different projects in the work. Call Mr. Pyle about news stations we're talking about. Call Mr. Dexter Wakefield about any new financial development or the building that we're thinking of buying or things like that. I'll call my son Jim about progress on remodeling uh, the back part of the building here or other things like that that he's involved in or the latest fee site and how the fee site development is growing. And I'll call different ones all through the work. Then I'll have brief talks and meetings with Dr. O'Neill and Mr. Ames about particular ministerial problems, church problems, and do a lot of writing. About half of my entire day is normally devoted to writing. And writing is the hardest thing to do in one sense. Most people don't like that. I found the, uh, the you know, even many of our ministers, it's hard. It's easier to talk because you can use your personality. You can tell stories. When you're writing, you can't wander around. You have to just go right down the line on the subject. So writing is something I have to do a lot of. As you brethren know, I write for both magazines. Uh, I've written 19 out of our 29 booklets. And I write for my uh, television scripts. I, I write, of course, uh, the coworker letters, the semi-annual letters, and uh, all kinds of personal letters and emails to people all over the world. So writing takes about half of my time as well. And then I'll have meetings. I'll have meetings of the ministry. I'm having a meeting here in the office today, a luncheon meeting, at least once a week here with the key ministers and leaders. Then I'll have individual groups meeting here as well on particular problems at my table here in the office. And meetings take a certain amount of time as well. Monica was ordained a deaconess about a year ago, but she was already serving as a deaconess. And she's been very loving and serving to everyone around her. And she helps set up the luncheons that we have, the snacks, I should say, after our services. She sets up the, the uh, special meals that we have, the potlucks, and works back in the kitchen, helps set out the tables. She's just all over helping continually. And she's worked for me for about 11 years now. She was recommended by Mr. John O'Gwen and one of his favorite people, and nearly everyone in the office loves her. 
we call her St. Monica, and uh, she's an extremely dedicated Christian, and she's a wonderful help. She's such a special help because she's so reliable and she's so conscientious. Also, she's very loving and kind without flowing concern to all the staff. And so the staff likes her, respects her. She gets along well with nearly everyone, and that makes her work very special. I brought Jim to headquarters because as I was getting older, I have found that it's more difficult for me to keep up with the work, and the work is growing. And I really appreciate his ability to organize. He ran three or four crews in his business out there. And he's good at organizing and getting things done, watching over things. And so he helps me keep track of things all over the world, frankly. Plus, we're doing remodeling of the offices here that he's overseeing, which he's done out there himself. And he'll have to help work over and watch over that kind of thing. And also, he and Susan are helping organize and watching over the fleet program, the travel office, and other parts of the work for me. But his mind is on that. He and Susan have had a lot of travel. They've attended fee sites in Australia and uh, Fiji and Europe and elsewhere, even on their own. So he's able to get around growing up in the church and seeing the fee sites all over the world. He and Susan have a sense of quality. I would want the brethren to know I in no way brought Jim here to replace Mr. Ames or Dr. Nail or anyone else of our vice presidents or main leaders, but to help me personally. And I'm very grateful that he is here to do that. The Internet is the greatest potential tool that we have. Most of you brethren know that the Internet is being broadcast even where television, our television program cannot be shown in Muslim countries, in China, and all over the world. It is potentially by far the most powerful tool to reach the world as a whole with the gospel. We had other men potentially to take over the Internet, and most of them were not ordained, and they did not have the same world view that Mr. Wyatt Seselka does. And I somehow didn't think of him because we need ministers in the field, and he was already busy there. But as I thought and prayed and interviewed different ones, I realized that some of them were not anxious to come here anyway. They were making more money in their technical part of the job they had out there. But Mr. Soselka was already in our employee, was able to come, and I found as I looked into it in more detail than I did at first, he had actually been part of two or three different uh, computer-related companies and worked with the Internet, and he's had a lot of experience actually running it. He doesn't advertise himself as a, a computer genius, but he's able to manage and to have a big-picture vision more than the other men probably would have had. So we're very grateful for that, and he's doing a great job, and I'm very grateful to have him here. Well, Mark Smith is a very dedicated uh, man, and, of course, he's had a lot of experience working with computers in the past, and he's able to maintain and develop the church websites, including back-office functions, and he ensures the content, such as telecasts and articles, are reliably loaded, and he's able to support the regional offices and work with Mr. Soselka and others in the development of various projects. So he's doing a fine job. We're glad to have him on the staff. Leona Dorothy had a full-time degree uh, in regard to computers and the Internet before she came, and she's very capable in helping us develop and maintain the church websites. She's assisting with content management, 
and help support the web servers to ensure the hardware and software is fast and stable. And she's done a very good job overall and worked with various special projects ranging from mobile application development to disaster recovery planning. So we're very grateful to have her on the staff. My son David, as you indicate, is in social media and he works a great deal with our Facebook, our Twitter, and, and those parts of the internet uh, activity. And he's very good at that. He, he has a knack of reaching young people and the younger people in the world. And those are the areas of the internet that young people tend to gravitate toward. So he's been a big help in all those areas. The media department is headed up by evangelist and telecast presenter Richard Ames, who oversees the church's publications and television production. Media operations, of course, includes the editorial, which is a huge responsibility with our publications, Tomorrow's World Magazine, Living Church News. Of course, we have the Bible study course. We have 29 booklets, and we're in the process of doing more. And uh, then we have the commentaries that come out. Every once in a while, we uh, work with those. In addition to that, we have the media department, which has nine employees at the present time. And the media department is responsible with uh, Tomorrow's World telecast, with sermons, with uh, not only English sermons, but with Spanish and French, done by Mr. Mario Hernandez and others. So, again, those are part of the responsibilities. I also work with the scheduling of the television programs to make sure that we don't duplicate the literature offering too often. We don't want to have uh, the same booklet or the same CD given within six to eight weeks, and we try to have a variety of offerings. So scheduling is a part of that as well. We strive for accuracy. We want to give our audience the best that we can, the truth, the revelation, the plain truth of God's Word and of His way of life, and to preach the gospel effectively. Bill Bomer is my executive assistant, and he's the Living Church of God executive editor. Some years ago, when Human Resources was asking for a job description for Mr. Bomer, I told Mr. Bomer, your job is to do everything that needs to be done. So uh, <laughs> he, he accepted that responsibility. Of course, he is a great researcher as well. Even Dr. Meredith asked him to do research projects for us. He's, Dr. Meredith has mentioned that Mr. Bomer does the work of three different individuals, but Mr. Bomer is an effective worker and does the research, um, helps me with research projects and editing my articles, editing my scripts, for example. Sometimes I might have a script that is 5,000 words long when it should be more like 4,000 words. So I will ask Mr. Bowman to cut 1,000 words out of this 5,000-word script. To me, that would be very painful to do, but Mr. Bowman can do it very quickly and very effectively, and I appreciate his work in that way. William Williams was uh, hired in May as an editorial assistant after he had received a Living University Certificate in New Testament Studies. He helps with a wide variety of editorial projects, ranging from clerical tasks to proofreading and researching. He has written some excellent web commentaries as well. Donna Prejean, uh, our editorial art director, takes care of the design, the illustration, layout, and pre-press for many of the church's publications, particularly, of course, Tomorrow's World Magazine and the Living Church News. But she also does the graphic work for our booklets, graphics for the web and television, 
and CAD support materials such as the brochures for the Tomorrow's World special presentations. Wayne Pyle is our media coordinator and he works with media buyers and also directly with television stations and their representatives. And that's to identify opportunities for expanding our television coverage as well as managing our day-to-day -day interactions with stations that already carry the program. He also serves as our statistician, carefully monitoring cost per response and other vital data to help Dr. Meredith decide how best to grow our television coverage. So Mr. Pyle works with uh, various media agents. He has the personality to work with them, and also on occasions, such as the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, which uh, last couple of years was held in Nashville, uh, his wife Suzanne also goes with him and has a very good rapport with media agents. And uh, on some of those occasions, the doors have opened up for new networks, international networks, and he's very effective in dealing and working with media agents. Gary Ombi assists Mr. Pyle in keeping the television files and records the updated data and uh, current responses to the telecast. So he's a very effective assistant to Mr. Pyle. Among his various responsibilities, Don Davis assists Bill Bomer in the editorial department and at the present time acts as our news bureau. He also has miscellaneous support responsibilities for church administration and coordinates ground transportation and headquarters office tours. Thomas Baca directs the Tomorrow's World telecast and manages our media department, the television production department. He has brought technical expertise and a creative eye to the Tomorrow's World television program. And he's seen to it that our television staff and members are offered frequent training to stay up to date in their field. Mr. Baca is a hard worker, a dedicated worker, a very good manager at the media department, and we really appreciate his experience and his expertise and his creative eye to it. But he also has a deep technical uh, background and expertise that really helps to effect uh, high standards for Tomorrow's World television program and the other media projects that we have to produce there at the media department. Keith Rideau is one of our television telecast uh, editors. Uh, he's a primary cameraman for the telecast and he also does closed captioning and submasters, that's copies of the telecast with specific addresses and telephone numbers and we have 20, 25 submasters that have to be produced with different addresses, different phone numbers so we can track the effectiveness of our telecast response. He has also composed several short pieces of music used as background to video footage on the telecast. Susie Ruddleston is one of our editors for Tomorrow's World Telecast and she has skill in graphic design and does an excellent job in editing Tomorrow's World Television program. She also, of course, is one of our makeup artists, and uh, as I've mentioned in previous Behind the Work videos, she is certified in mature faces. Uh, she does an excellent job with the makeup as well. Well, Dylan King is interviewing me right now and smiling, and therefore <laughs> I appreciate Dylan's personality. Uh, he's very multi-talented. 
but part of his responsibility is that he directs and edits the French and Spanish telecasts. He directs, writes, and edits the behind-the-work video, which you're seeing right now, and other special projects. Uh, he edits and masters the English, French, and Spanish sermon DVDs and CDs. He supervises the reading for the blind program, in which everything Living Church of God puts out in print is recorded to CDs for the sight impaired. So again, we appreciate uh, Dylan's multi-talents. He also is a musician and writes music for the telecast and for the behind-the-work videos and other projects. The growing needs for the media department in terms of serving other departments actually required that we train Mr. Skip Stevenson to edit Living University lectures. He also looks after the maintenance of the television department building. Uh, Lara Pujan serves as audio-video technician. He's the sound engineer for the telecast and oversees the video duplication department. He handles the broadcast tape and DVD duplication for the Tomorrow's World television program and the Living Church of God sermons. In the duplication department, Glenda would say, quote, we replicate anything and everything, end of quote. Her daughter-in-law, Deborah Stevenson, also helps. And let me read what she has written. Quote, we produce sermon CDs which go out to every congregation and video recipient. We also duplicate the audio masters for the Living Church News, Tomorrow's World Broadcast, Bible Study Courses, and more. We fill requests that come in from ministers and members alike, as well as keeping a backlog of sermons, some as far back as 10 years or more. We currently, as of July 5th, 2012, create 720 copies of our sermons to be sent to English-speaking video recipients around the world, end of quote. So again, we appreciate the dedication of Lara and Glenda and Deborah. Ray Pereira works as our audio recording engineer. He makes masters of radio programs in French, Spanish, and English. He also masters audio recordings of our magazines, booklets, and Bible correspondence in English and French, and he also produces masters of Spanish sermons for international areas. Church administration oversees the ministry in our congregations around the world. This department is led by evangelist Douglas Winnell. I work very closely with Dr. Meredith and Mr. Ames on virtually everything that uh, relates to church activities. As uh, the director of church administration, I work with regional directors around the world, Mr. Weston up in Canada, Mr. Bruce Tyler down in the Australasian area, Mr. Rod King in the United Kingdom, Europe, and Africa. So it's, it's a big job working with all of these regional directors. And then I work fairly directly with the regional pastors here in the United States and other pastors as they call in and have various issues that come up. I also work with Dr. Meredith and Mr. Ames whenever we plan the big ministerial conferences, as well as uh, doing regional conferences in different parts of the states and different parts of the world. In addition to speaking periodically, also travel to uh, make congregational visits in the United States and other parts of the world. And then have the interesting opportunity of working with Mr. Sheldon Munson with the church youth programs. Mr. Hernandez and I work together with the French and Spanish areas, but he primarily does the visiting, does the preaching, uh, does the coordination in those areas. 
Mr. Hernandez uh, likes to travel. He's an adventurous person. I've traveled with Mr. Hernandez a number of times. Uh, he also uh, uh, coordinates the translations for the French magazine that we're producing, the Spanish language magazine we're producing. Mr. Hernandez also does French language broadcasts. He does Spanish language broadcasts. It's a big job as a multifaceted uh, responsibility. Mr. Rod McNair is a multi-talented person, and I really appreciate working with him. Uh, he's the assistant director of church administration. He is also very heavily involved in developing our festival registration process. He and I work together putting together speaking schedules for the feast. Uh, he does the scripts for behind-the-work films, as he's done for a number of years. He also writes articles for Tomorrow's World magazine. Uh, he puts together the ministerial bulletin. We work together on that. He also functions as the assistant pastor of the congregation here in Charlotte. Uh, Mr. McNair was involved in producing the pastoral manual. He wrote a good bit of that. He and Mr. Charles Aguin and Dr. Scott Winnell put together the uh, song-leading video. He also coordinates headquarters visits by uh, ministers when we bring them in here for visits. He also helps coordinate the special church weekend activities, uh, such as our winter weekend and some of the summer activities. Gary Amon coordinates the personal correspondence department. He answers telephone calls from people that uh, have questions about doctrine. Uh, he answers uh, letters that come in. He also is assisted by Mr. Randy Cobernot in Florida. Mrs. Jeannie Gwynn is my personal assistant and secretary. Uh, she does letters for me, makes copies of uh, important items, but she also helps coordinate the Tomorrow's World presentations uh, and assembles handouts for those presentations. Last year we had about 150 Tomorrow's World presentations and she was involved uh, coordinating many of those. She also helps me with my Living University classes, uh, keeping track of records, um, helping me uh, uh, stay organized in those areas. She also helps assemble the World Ahead, the weekly update that comes out every week. In addition to that, she proofreads articles for Tomorrow's World, Living Church News, and works with the editorial department in those areas. She also coordinates sending out cards that we send out to brethren and congregations every week. And besides that, she's a grandmother, and she has two grandchildren here in Charlotte and several more, uh, I believe, in Louisiana. Mrs. Dorothy McNair assists her son, Mr. Rod McNair. She helps maintain important files uh, for CAD. She helps out getting ready for ministerial conferences and other conferences that we have. She also does some very special things in our office kitchen. She puts flowers on the table, makes special soups every Friday, and even some cookies. Uh, she's also a grandmother that has four grandchildren here in Charlotte and a number of other grandchildren, I forget the number, scattered around the United States. Miss Debbie Lincoln Strange assists Mr. Hernandez in communicating with the French ministry. She translates letters and also maintains important CAD files, and she provides uh, some very pleasant laughter around the office. Her sister, Miss Madeline Lincoln Strange, assists Mr. Hernandez communicating with the Spanish ministry. She helps arrange Mr. Hernandez's trips and is a very helpful person. 
Dr. Will Pierre is uh, one of our newer hires in the search administration area. Dr. Pierre is a native of Haiti. He speaks French and Creole. Many of the people in uh, in Haiti, for example, speak French, but they also speak Creole. When you speak uh, French, you speak to their minds. When you speak Creole, you speak to their hearts. Uh, he was able to give uh, some Tomorrow's World presentations uh, in Creole. So he's been involved with translating uh, booklets and articles as well as the pastoral manual into uh, French. He's also doing commentaries for the French website and doing sermons for the French website. Mr. League and Mr. Rod McNair are both associate pastors for the congregation here in Charlotte, which is a growing congregation. We now have regularly over 200 people every Sabbath. Mr. Bob League does a lot of the visiting and the counseling for uh, the members here in the Charlotte congregation. He also serves on a number of committees here, and he and I work together on a number of church-related issues. We were very glad to welcome Dr. Gimano here in Charlotte. Uh, Dr. Gimano brings a wealth of experience, not only to the church, but to the university. In addition to being an administrator in Pasadena, he also was involved in developing uh, Ambassador College programs in Pasadena and Big Sandy. He's helping us develop Living University here. He's also a lawyer, so he brings legal experience. He's got experience in uh, university financing, as well as working with students. So. We're very glad to have Dr. Germano here to work with us, developing especially the Living University program. Dr. Scott Winnell brings considerable background experience to his roles and to his positions with the church and with Living University. As far as the church, Dr. Scott Winnell has been a pastor in a number of church areas. He's the regional director for the churches in the Caribbean. He writes for a number of our publications, as well as putting together the news and prophecy that comes out every week. He was also involved in putting together the Living Leadership class, which was used by virtually all of our congregations. Dr. Scott is the vice president of uh, Living University. He develops and teaches classes in that area. He also works with students, helping them get to registered and uh, he puts in quite a bit of time. Miss Michelle Botella is a personal assistant to both Dr. Germano and Dr. Scott. She's involved with uh, keeping records and keeping track of a number of classes. She's a very competent lady, and we appreciate very much having her here to help support the uh, activities of Living University. We have really enjoyed, especially this past year, working with our on-campus students Ms. Jessica Hall from Texas has worked in the library and also has been a receptionist on the front desk downstairs. She's been a spark plug uh, within the classes. Mr. Justin Ridgway has worked in the mailing department. It's been, real, uh, it's been exciting having these young people here in our on-campus program, and we hope that we'll have an opportunity to interface with a number of other young people uh, in the future with these on-campus programs. Mr. Dexter Wakefield is the business and office manager for the headquarters operations. I serve in a variety of ways. I provide services for finance and accounting, legal and risk management with public relations, of course, and information services, the reception staff, human resources, mail facilities, Dr. Meredith's various projects. And occasionally while I'm resting, I get a little bit of writing done as well. 
The accounting staff is of central importance to what we do here. They handle and manage our accounting and finance. Their central job is the proper stewardship of God's tithes and offerings that come in. I'll get together with Mr. Jerry Ruddleston, who is the head of that department. He is our controller, and I rely on him a great deal. He has an MBA in accounting, and he knows what he's doing over there. He supervises his uh, staff, which includes Bonnie Bonjour, who she handles the money coming in and accounts for all of that. And then Samantha Christ handles the money going out, the accounts payable. We're very pleased to have Jeannie Brazil. She's a faithful widow who serves over there as a volunteer in a variety of ways. And Josh Lyons, he handles um, a number of functions, including uh, the accounting for Living University, also our counting, our money counting area there, supervises that and does a very good job of it. Mr. Lyons has a, uh, a master's degree in accounting, so he knows what his stuff is, and we're very pleased to have him there. The accounting room staff is well-trained. They have to be trained in what they do, and because it's a lot more than just logging in the checks and everything that comes in. There are letters requesting ministerial services. There are request cards for literature. There may be a request for uh, an anointed cloth. All of those things come in to the accounting room with the, the mail as the mail is delivered there. So they have to deal with those things in a proper way. I should also say that they are trained to be confidential and keep confidences in what they do there. This might be a good time to remind everyone to use your green Holy Day envelopes. When you send in an envelope that doesn't have your name, address, and barcode on it, it takes somebody time to sort it out. So whenever you do that and use your proper envelopes, that really helps out the team in the accounting room. Every day in the mornings, they're in there working, uh, doing that, and we appreciate the function they do. It's a very important one. Legal and risk management maintains our legal status with um, the corporation and all of the things that we do as it relates to the government. Tom Turner interacts with our attorneys. He advises Dr. Meredith on, and Mr. Ames and other people in the leadership on uh, legal matters and risk matters uh, as well. He also negotiates our insurance, um, our major insurance policies and so forth, and in general manages risk issues. Also, Michelle Matherly, uh, she's administrative assistant to Mr. Turner. She interacts a lot with our field ministry. If you're a pastor and you just signed a hall contract or you want to sign a hall contract, you send in your request form to uh, Legal Affairs and you'll probably hear back from Michelle. She is very helpful and I know in my years as a pastor, very patient. And I very much appreciate what she does. We also have a new employee there, Ms. Katie Burks, who is assisting them also in clerical matters. So it's an important function in the, in the church and the work that we do, and we appreciate what they do. Well, a couple of guys I appreciate around here is Josh Beatty and Josh Penman over in Information Technology. They do a variety of things. They handle the computers, the printers, and a lot of other physical things that go on here. With software, of course, each department has its own information needs, its own information incoming, its own information outgoing. It's all of a different nature depending on which department you're in. For instance, we might have membership information or donation information, financial information, subscriptions, response analysis that someone is generating. These things are all working from different databases. 
and then they are put into a master database that is held in a secure server, and then that's backed up off-site. So we have everything secure, and we have everything backed up, and we're very careful about our database and our information. Now, we have the television and the Internet bringing all of these people in, all of these responses that goes into the counting room, and they bring those in. Then they're taken down and processed in record information systems. And we have Jennifer Beatty, Chris Smith, Lori Lyons, Ginger Ma, uh, Marcus McCullough, and Ro Pereira. They process all the responses from television and Internet, and they're really, in an important respect, the heart of the organization. Because it comes in from TV and all of those other sources, then it's processed there, then it goes back to mail processing and goes out. So they're kind of, in an important respect, the heart of the organization there. They also send out anointed cloths. The brethren might be interested to know that Dr. Meredith personally anoints the anointed cloths, and prays over them. They are sent out by record information services and processed there, but they are taken directly from Dr. Meredith. Now, uh, some of the people, one or two there, switch up and work on the reception desk in front. If you're calling in or you walk in the door, if you call the headquarters, you talk to reception, and that's the first thing you see. It's the first person you talk to, your first contact, and your first impression of the church. We have Mrs. Pierre on the front desk as well, Cecilia Pierre, and she is doing a great job out there, making everyone feel completely welcome, whether they walk in the door or whether they call in on the telephone. Well, one of the very important departments that we have here is purchasing, and that's um, Mr. Lucky Lyons. Now, I guess the best way to describe his job is he's here to stretch the widow's might. I believe he describes it that way, too. Sometimes I show people this. This is a pair of vice grip pliers. It is squeezing a nickel, and that's what Mr. Lyons does. He helps me squeeze the nickels around here. He negotiates with the vendors. He may go out and get multiple bids. He's always looking for new sources, researching those sources for the supplies and services that we need. He buys everything from pencils to pallets of paper. He deals with all of our bulk vendors. You know, when we send out so many things, so many articles and letters and things of that nature, all of the printing that we do, uh, we have to push purchase in bulk. And the proper negotiation of an order can save us two to $3,000 easily. One order might be a half a million envelopes. That's a lot of envelopes. We might order... 20,000 CDs at a time, and that would last us a month and a half, or maybe 6,000 DVDs. I think he told me that would last him about five weeks. He can save us thousands and thousands of dollars every year, even tens of thousands of dollars, by very carefully analyzing what our purchases are going to be. Human Resources here at headquarters is handled by Mrs. Suzanne Pyle. And she's been doing this for decades in God's work, going back even before living in global days. So she knows what she's doing back there. She also handles our health insurance administration. That's become more and more complicated, as you know, as we go along. She handles payroll and also interviews and takes care of our new hires as well. So it's been a great pleasure in dealing with her and 
uh, in human resources. We very much appreciate everything that she does there. One of the things I particularly enjoy doing is working with our multi-talented facilities man, Mr. Dan Harp. He sometimes jokes that he's a jack-of-all-trades, and I usually respond he's very good at all of them. He might be going around the building, hanging a door someplace, replacing a fixture, taking out uh, a, a wall or replacing or moving one. He's built cabinetry, uh, stages, everything that we need here at headquarters. We've been doing some re-landscaping lately, too. Visitors that are coming, I hope, will in future months are going to be seeing a lot more flowers here around headquarters. And I enjoy working with him a great deal. He's an important person at the headquarters staff. A lot goes on here at headquarters, but the place where much of it comes together is in the mail processing department. And those who have toured headquarters will often be taken back to the warehouse area in the rear. And that's where mail processing is located. You might say that of all the things that go on here in headquarters, much of it comes together back there. They may put out 1.3, 1.4 million pieces of mail into the mail system back there in, in a given year. And it's growing all the time. And that's in addition to all of the things that are sent out by the other area. I enjoy working with Mr. Galen Bonjour. He's been back there for a long time and he knows what he's doing. Other people that are there are Mrs. Leona Bonjour. She works in the count room in the mornings and in the afternoons in mail processing. Also, Mr. Chris Leonard is uh, processing mailing list and does the mailing pulls for when we're going to send out envelopes and so forth. Laura Denny handles out the mailing of the sermons, uh, the TV videos, uh, maybe FedExing and packaging and things of that nature. And of course, you'll go back, you'll see Mr. Donald Matherly. He's back there handling the equipment, the printers and so forth, in addition to a variety of, of other duties. Some of the biggest expenditures the work has some of the largest uh, checks that come across my desk here are for materials and supplies and services that they are purchasing. So it's my job to be sure they are well supplied and that they have everything that they need to do their jobs. Welcome to the Living Church of God Canada. In the next few minutes, we're going to update you on this work in the second largest nation on earth. We will also take a minute to update you on what is happening in the most populous nation in the world. We'll be going rather quickly, so instead of trying to take notes, we invite you to sit back and relax. And if anyone wants a copy of this presentation, we will be happy to make it available to you. I'll meet you right back here later, but right now, let's join James Ginn, who will give you a tour of the headquarters of God's work here in Canada. Hi, and welcome to the Canadian Regional Office. Come on inside, let's have a look. Here is our reception area where Mrs. Lorraine Cruz not only attends to the switchboard and greets newcomers, but she plays an instrumental role in processing fulfillment requests. Now here is Mr. Jonathan Riley. He's our business manager, and we imported him all the way from Britain. And he serves the Canadian work by paying the bills, keeping up to date with regulatory requirements, and by searching for strategic ways to utilize the resources God has given us more efficiently. And that brings us to Mr. Michael Haycoop, who, like many of us in the Canadian work, fills multiple roles. In addition to keeping the servers and office computers running, Mr. Haycoop manages the Canadian English, French, and Hong Kong websites. 
He coordinates the Tomorrow's World special presentations throughout Canada and directs the Tomorrow's World Hong Kong telecast and oversees the television department. Next, we arrive at our editing suites. We have four members on the editing staff with Mrs. Carol Dranoff serving as the editor for the Tomorrow's World Hong Kong program. She's ably assisted by Miss Dominique Gagnon, who comes to us from the land of the midnight sun over 800 miles north of Montana. Also on the editing staff is Miss Janice James, who is currently training on video editing software under Mrs. Dranoff in preparation to edit the French-language Tomorrow's World program that will air in the predominantly French-speaking province of Quebec. That program will be presented by Mr. Yvonne Brochu. The last member of the editing staff, Mrs. Christine Ginn, is presently working as a part-time volunteer. Mrs. Ginn edits special projects that come out of the studio, such as sermonettes or sermons, and even the video that you're presently watching. Mrs. Carol Weston also volunteers at the office. Mrs. Weston assists with many things, from making the office look nice with proper decorum to making her husband look nice with proper makeup for the telecast. She also runs the teleprompter. That brings us to the ministers. Three ministers work in the office in addition to their regular congregational duties. Mr. Gerald Weston, Mr. Mark Arsenault, and me. The ministers answer personal correspondence letters and phone calls. They film sermonettes and sermons for distribution, write for various church publications, conduct Tomorrow's World special presentations, and visit go-tos, all while overseeing their congregations. This is my office for the quarterly newsletter the Canuck Quarterly has produced. And across the hall is Mr. Mark Arsenault's office. He's our French import from Quebec. Mr. Arsenault is the cameraman for the Tomorrow's World Hong Kong telecast and oversees facility and operational issues. Now this is Mr. Gerald Weston's office. You'll get to hear more from Mr. Weston in just a moment. But first I'd like to introduce you to one more individual who we keep at the back of the building. Mr. Parkinson is the print master of the Canadian office and is responsible for producing all of the print, CD, and DVD materials that come out of the Canadian regional office. Presently, we are able to produce every booklet offered by the church in high-quality color and get the material into a person's home within 7 to 10 days of request. TWSP presentation materials and the Canuck Quarterly are also produced from here. With the addition of the duplicating machine, the print room has also produced roughly 10,000 CDs and 4,000 DVDs for distribution since June. The work is greatly assisted by volunteers who come in each week to help fulfill an average of 1,200 literature requests. Our dedicated volunteers recently helped stuff, label, and mail 32,000 semi-annual letters from start to finish in under 24 working hours. We thank God for bringing all of these elements together to produce a mighty work in Canada. And finally, I'd like to welcome you to our new on-site television studio where we produce the Tomorrow's World Hong Kong telecast. And I'd like to take you back to our Canadian Regional Director, Mr. Gerald Weston. Welcome back. On March the 1st, 2010, Rod King and I attended the National Religious Broadcasters Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. And on that occasion, one of our agents mentioned taking the Tomorrow's World program to Hong Kong. We wondered, how do you start a work where you have no members and no support system? But the next day, Rod commented that when the Ethiopian eunuch was baptized, he went back to a country with no infrastructure. After exploring the subject further, we learned that the current format of our program would not be accepted due to the advertising we have throughout the program. So in consultation with Dr. Meredith and others, a program with a brand new format began airing in Hong Kong and a portion of Guangdong province on June the 4th, 
2011. Our first season was recorded in Charlotte, North Carolina. But Dr. Meredith encouraged us to do something we didn't plan to do, and that was build this television studio. I'd like to give you a short tour here. So if you look to your left, my right, we have a translite of the Guaylan Mountains. We wanted to make a connection with that part of the world, and this is the most photographed area in China. When recording programs for other locations, such as for the French-speaking Quebec area, we can change the translite to something more specific to that audience. And as you can also see, we have a translite of the Earth. Canada spans five and a half time zones. Yes, Newfoundland does have a half-hour time zone. About 90% of the population lives within 100 miles of the U.S. border. But Canadian territory goes far above the Arctic Circle. Our northernmost subscriber lives in Greece Fjord, about 700 miles north of the Arctic Circle and 1,900 miles north of the U.S. border. One video group, Terrace BC, is a 15-hour drive for our nearest minister, and ferry boats and air transport are needed to serve other locations. Now let's take a snapshot of our ministers and wives who serve this vast land. These men and their wives serve 38 congregations, eight of which were added just last year. As of April 2012, we have 35,283 English-language subscribers, 648 French-language subscribers, and 591 coworkers, and an average attendance of over 750. The Tomorrow's World telecast can be viewed 27 times each week on one of seven stations or networks. This year we have 40 initial Tomorrow's World special presentations and 41 follow-up presentations scheduled. Today we see the true gospel of the kingdom of God going to the ends of the earth, and we count ourselves privileged to have a part in it. In our last general ministerial conference, Mr. Debar Apartian said, You cannot do the work. Christ will do it through you. And we definitely see those words ringing true in Canada and elsewhere around this world. As a nonprofit, we seek a different kind of profitability than the corporations of the world do. They're out to enhance how much they're getting in their bottom line. But our profitability here is expressed in what we give, and we actually measure it that way. We're measuring our profitability and how much we give, how many magazines go out, how many pieces of literature go out, how many booklets that go out, the quality of our content. That's the profitability of a whole system, a whole culture, organizational culture that's based on giving. Years ago, when I was doing television for the Worldwide Church of God, the World Tomorrow telecast, for the media department, we had 60 employees, actually more than 60 employees time to time. Right now, in our media department down the street, we have nine employees. So what is happening here is that God is using fewer individuals to produce quantity and quality. And that is a miracle, in a sense. We have to work together as a team. On the editorial side, uh, Dr. Meredith has quipped in the past that we have two and a half employees. Uh, now with uh, William Williams as an editorial assistant, we have three and a half employees in editorial. That means 
Mr. Bomer full-time, uh, Donna Prejean full-time, and William Williams now full-time, and Dr. Meredith considers me as a half-time employee for editorial. Uh, back in Worldwide in 1984-1985, I'll quote from one of the publications at that time, Editorial services in Pasadena for the Worldwide Church of God in 1984-1985 had, quote, more than 35 full-time and 12 part-time employees. God is using few to do much quality and effective work. Satan the devil knows where the work of God is, and he's going to come after us. And I know that he will come after us right here at headquarters as much as anywhere on earth because here is the key area where we're developing the programs such as the television outreach, the editorial outreach, the internet outreach, and all that kind of thing. The people here have an effect not just upon the nine or 10,000 church members out there, but they have an effect upon millions of people because over time we have millions of people watching our television program and certainly we will soon have tens of millions involved with our, our internet program. So these people are involved with all of that and for them to be loyal to function together as a team is extremely important. People here work together between the staffs very well. And the corporate structure is very vertical. And you have one office or one manager over this group. Sometimes they don't work together well. Here, we do have different groups, different managers doing different things. But they work together. They interact well. We have lines of authority. Everyone is under Dr. Meredith. And we know the government doctrine here. But everyone works across these lines in a very collegial, professional, and helpful way. They work together to solve problems, to help each other get the job done. Everybody has their eye on the goal. Everybody knows what we're here to do. It's very interesting to watch converted people work together in a professional way. You don't get to see that everywhere else. So maybe it's just a little foretaste of the kingdom of God. I like to think of it that way. I get the feeling that we are a big family. You know, we're a family of about 50 people, and in any family there are wrinkles that arise from time to time. But again, if we can keep uh, the big picture in mind, as Dr. Meredith continually admonishes us to do, uh, it's, it's been a joy working here. It's been exciting working here. And I've really been inspired to see the dedication of the people that work here. It's a privilege, it's an honor, and it's an opportunity. We appreciate your prayers uh, to help us do the job that we have to do. We're in this together. We need to be praying together, working together, because if we can do this effectively, God is going to give us the opportunity to work together forever. One of the main things that our church members can do to support headquarters is to follow Christ's instructions in Matthew 9, verses 37 and 38. When he said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send more laborers into the harvest. We need more ministers. We need more co-workers. We need more donors. We need more members. We need more laborers to labor in the harvest. I encourage you to pray that daily, that God will send more laborers into the harvest. He's been answering that prayer with thankful for more of the ministers that have been trained and come along. And some have been hired full-time, some are still voluntary, 
in their service. Some are part-time, but we do need more laborers in the harvest. We can do a powerful work together. And God says the wages will be given to those who work. You know, as Jesus said in that statement there in the New Testament, God will bless us forever being kings and priests and helping him rule the entire universe later. We can have eternal sense of fulfillment and joy in the very family of God if we have done our best today under the leadership of Jesus Christ, the living head of the church, to get his message to the world and to work with our brethren to love them, help them, encourage them, and prepare a people for God that all of us together become those people that will not only work today, but will help be those kings and priests in God's government. In tomorrow's world, we will have learned to practice God's government. We will have learned to rely on Christ as the active living head of the church. And we will learn to have faith in God and faith in Christ and do what they say and let Jesus Christ live his life within us. That's our job. Then we will become like Christ and live with God and live with Christ and fellowship with Christ and with the Father and with the spirits of just men made perfect throughout all eternity. We have a magnificent future. Let's go all out to do our part to attain that future. has been a production of the Living Church of God.